Good morning on today's WGO podcast. Sharing some of the process. So, juggling quite a few things, as I'm sure you are as well. Juggling several projects, including the WGO podcast and the follow-up writing that goes with this. You know, the, the humanomics book and other other things that just need to go through the formal writing process. Uh, also, we've started to do, do the homeschool initiative with the kids, so there's a lot of work for that too, to make that work the way I had visualized, at least for my piece. My wife's doing a different piece of it, but for my piece, it requires time. And it requires uh, that middle of the day time that can be tricky, right? Because if you're getting up early and working and pushing yourself in the morning, and then you come home mid-morning and have the breakfast routine of feeding the kids and kind of the good morning piece. And then you're trying to throttle up some learning before everybody gets too caught up in play and goofing around. Well, then you got to get it quick. And then, of course, you know, I'm not as young as I once was, so there's a little bit of an energy curve that starts to play in. So we get into early afternoon, start getting a little bit tired. And now that I'm not back in an office, you know, I try to I try to get a little little, little bit of a nap in to because I find that I'm sharper mentally to do the second part of the day. You know, I get, kind of get two days in one when I get back to that model, which I was unable to do that for years, uh, really since Jacob was born. So, you know, getting on 10 years, that, that whole two days in one model went out the window. But with this change in schedule with COVID and everything this year, kind of been able to get back to that. Now, you know, some of you may have the same problem I do. You feel almost a little guilty or you're not if you don't finish the things you say you're gonna do, it creates a lot of mental anguish and a lot of uh, turmoil. And, uh, you know, that's why I wanna share a couple of things that I, that I notice about myself. I mean, A, are you setting realistic expectations of your day? Like in my case, I try to clean it up and say, okay, what are you really trying to do? Well, I wanna do the podcast. The podcast involves scheduling the next round of guests and topics, things to kind of keep the, the focus on you know, solving some of the problems that we've laid out here to make the numbers work for humanity and doing whatever's necessary in terms of uh, research. Hold on one second, I gotta pause this for just one second. So the idea of, you know, setting realistic expectations. It's something I always struggle with. Like I need to boil the thing, the day down to a couple of bullet points. But in those bullet points is often gross underestimating of the time and effort involved. So for me, get up and do the WGO podcast. That's first and foremost. Well, that's great, but the WGO podcast is not, not just Jerry walking and talking. It's guests to illuminate topics that are exposed in the podcast. For example, we need to get to the, to the frontier, the cutting edge of the industries and sectors that shape the, the current economy. Because if we're gonna go, go about the work of shaving a zero off every line item in an American middle-class budget under the assumption that at human scale, scarcity is, is not a major factor or not, certainly not the primary driver and that we can, in fact, create the American middle class lifestyle 
for humanity at the prices that work. And if we start in, 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 in North America, you know, because US and Canada prices are similar, lifestyles very similar, and you lay out this lifestyle and shave that zero off, that's your target price. You're going to provide housing, you know, rents or mortgages at that price. And then, and then what you're able to do is, again, bring down stress, bring down anxiety, bring down uncertainty. Because you're going to be very busy doing this work to shave that zero off. It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of disruptions there. And you're going to have industry experts today that we're going to reach out to in the podcast to, tr to try and tell us why you can or could not or should not or won't, wouldn't be able to do that sort of thing. Likewise, we'll have some economists to talk about the effects of deflation on the entirety of the system. Because there may be unintended consequences of this proposal that would need to be managed. I, I don't think they're showstoppers, but they would need to be managed. Um, so you've got those types of guests. So you see that, that the WGO podcast as a bullet point in the morning is actually your entire life, <laughs> all day, every day. But it can't be all day, every day because I don't, I, I have not been able to sufficiently monetize this to spend full time on this. Again, your support would be very much appreciated on Patreon or buying any of the books or any other things that come out of this. It doesn't take a lot. Any support would be greatly appreciated to keep maximum focus on this. But, so you, you see the fallacy of how I, by day, it started right out of the box. The WGO podcast requires a lot more time and effort than I realistically can put into it. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because it, it, more than anything else, is the thing that resonates with me and it feels like it's the calling. And most importantly, feels like the work that needs to be done for humanity right now. So you talk about, you know, what do you want to do with your life? I'd like to serve humanity. Okay, that can be done in any number of ways. That can be done by cooking something for somebody or taking care of somebody or being a teacher or being a doctor. Sure. But I think you also need philosophers and economists and architects uh, that, that, are, that are interested in and focused on the bigger picture. And I don't have a chair or an office somewhere where I can sit and do this all day long and isolate myself. Believe me, I wish I did. I wish I could get paid to show up in a quiet office and do nothing with this all day long. It's not realistic though. I've got special needs kids and I don't want to kick my kids to the world let the world raise them. I want to do it. I enjoy it. They enjoy it. We have a lot of fun together. It requires time. And it requires resources. So anybody who's uncomfortable with talks about monetization of your work efforts, including me asking for support on this podcast, you should understand you don't have a choice. You have to monetize in 2020. You have to make money. They can be do it while working a job. Or you can do it by doing something on your own, but you have to sell, sell, sell. It is part of what the reality of the life is. And I'm not, with humanomics, I'm not pitching anything other than that right now. I, I'm, not, I'm not okay with a big entity, be it called government, call it whatever, just magically waving a wand and no one has to uh, do anything. 
it's it's a toughie, right? I, I, I guess I do want to move us away from the sell, 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 the reality of today, and into more of a do, 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 based on what the species and what we think we need to do. Or solve that problem, solve that problem. Or take on this task. That would be better. So, uh, again, so, so the sh sharing the process today this is the theme. The WGO podcast in the morning assumes a lot more than can realistically be done, but I have this kind of blind faith that if I just keep at it, keep steady, keep hammering, keep tweaking, keep repackaging, reformatting, keep updating the calendar, keep doing the follow-up work, just stay at it and make the best art possible, make the, the best podcast possible that's true to its mission and have a little faith that it will eventually accumulate enough supporters to free up more bandwidth for me, which in turn helps me free up bandwidth for you. It's the way it works. The very next thing on my list, schedule-wise, as I had to turn my attention to relevant, which is what I call relevant, the, the, the homeschooling or whatever, you know, the teaching the kids. So that is in conjunction with the other part of the podcast, which is the the morning tries to understand the problem make a case present findings get everybody up to a certain baseline level of awareness and information and knowledge the actual heavy lifting takes place with reset that's the coin that I've termed the, the term that I've coined to, to create whatever industries need to need to take place to bring the vision of WGO and humanomics into reality. Again, I'm just trying to share the process, share the, the logic of the whole thing. The relevant ties into that because, so the point of education is to prepare kids for a life of their own, a life of being a contributing member of society, to be aware of the history and perspective, be aware of how to take care of yourself in terms of diet, nutrition, and sleep, stress management, and what to stay away from. You know, you will probably teach them about the dangers of certain drugs, like fentanyl, we joked about yesterday. You know, that's what it is, okay? It's sharing what humans have figured out. And To me, that should always be aligned with what are humans doing in the world work-wise? What are we trying to accomplish? Where are we at? Where's the event horizon of our sciences and our technologies? So you're more or less not wasting time screwing around in some book somewhere, grinding through some perfectly indexed curriculum, and instead you're, you're hyper-connected to a more relevant thought process, which is, what are the jobs needed? Where, 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 what can I, where, where can I plug myself in to do my part? And why should I be motivated to do my part? 
Why does that matter? Why, why is it not a great idea to have everybody be just self-centered and interested in just sitting and being passive and just consuming? Why is it important to instill, you know, a sense of you want to be a doer? You want to be somebody that works and is is happy to have the ability to work and do, you know, and learn. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like. I like to get up every morning and I can't, dude, I have the opposite problem. That's why I'm, again, laying this process out for you because I'm, I'm trying to work it out myself, which is there's always so many more, so many, so many more topics and books that I want to get into that I really, really have time for. So I just try to be methodical. You know, I get in and nine days out of 10, instead of putting on music or leaving the radio off, I'll put my, my book on, my Audible. I've shared with you my uh, strong feeling that everyone should discover Audible books. You can read all the books you've always wanted to read more efficiently. And so, you know, I kind of I want to impart that to my kids and to others because I feel like if you have this curiosity, this natural desire to learn and understand things better and you're humble enough to see like where your shortcomings are which you don't know then you can you know you just you're never bored you're never unhappy because you're always like oh I, I could uh, get up today I could clean my house I could fix something I could learn how to fix something I could I could hire somebody else to come fix something and observe how they do it and ask them a bunch of questions and then I could Research that industry later, understand the history, and have an appreciation for who created that industry. It's often a small group of people pushed the pushed a topic or pushed a focus or a problem to its, you know, somebody figured it out. That's great. And humanity benefits from that. Your life is better because people did that. People want to argue about it's not better? What, do you want to starve? You want to really go back to no heat, no lights? You want to live life with no car? You're going to knock yourself out. If most of you are being honest, you love what everybody's done for you. You're appreciative of it if you think about it. And you have to reflect on that. Otherwise, you've got no, no foundation to defend or protect anything or weigh in on anything. You just don't have a perspective if you don't consider all that stuff. So, again, wake up in the morning, WGO, because it's what I feel like needs to be done. And WGO, in terms of the, the what needs to be done, is mainly focused on the humanomics right now, making the numbers work for people, and laying out an economic vision, and getting there to take the tension out of society, and create the bandwidth to do whatever's next. That's really what it is. That's that morning. And the next thing is I gotta take care of my kids. One of the things I need to do to take care of the kids is school them and get them ready for the world. And that comes with some extra challenges in our case because two of my kids don't walk. They have cerebral palsy. And that's not an insurmountable hurdle for me. It's just, it's another factor. Something to figure out. And I expected this, this is where the unrealistic expectations come in. I expect myself to either network with the right 
set of doctors, right technology, right set of bracing, or invent it myself, do it myself. I put that kind of pressure on myself. And I go through the hell of not, not having that work out and, 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 and suffer the consequence of not making that happen. So, again, that's why I'm sharing this process on the tape. I got the morning WGO efforts, the podcast. You've got the middle day educating your kids slash reset industries because ideally they're one and the same. You're figuring problems, thinking about the companies to start, thinking about the technology to initiate or develop, thinking about the ideas that you could maybe send off to people in the industry now, thinking about the network that needs to be built of people that are experts in the various areas. And then you're just sharing that journey with the kids all day. And by extension, the way we're going to do it, we're going to be sharing it with the world because we're going to, you know, the bulk of the assignments for the kids, quote unquote assignments, will be, you know, how do you ball this up and put it into a YouTube video or some fun? Doesn't have to just be YouTube, but that's what they like right now. So that they learn the, the, the concept, the topic, or the perspective, and then they're demonstrating their, their awareness of it by sharing it with you. And that's where, again, the monetization comes into play a little bit. It's, it's not being done with the expectation of monetization. And it's unrealistic for people to have to be, A, it sucks to people to be thinking that they need to be monetized or otherwise they shouldn't spend time on something. And I think we can expect to see a flood of this type of thing being done. So you'll see a real, a real you know, flood, a real spike an educational type content on the internet because we are going to go through you know let's let's be very conservative five to ten percent probably closer to 25 percent are not going to go back to schooling the way it was done they're going to do it they're going to go out on their own and they should there's nothing your kids going to get from going to a building all day that you can't do on your own better faster cheaper And for people that are concerned about socializing, well, that's just gibberish. If your kids are with you all the time because you've figured out a way to strike a balance and be home with them a lot, and you are socializing in the world and they're with you, well, then obviously you're teaching them how to socialize. My kids talk to strangers all the time. We don't do danger stranger in my house. What we're trying to do early is get people to be aware of the situation, be aware of circumstances, be perceptive so that if they sense danger or they sense something that doesn't look kosher, they, they are proactively taking steps to avoid an unpleasant encounter or a dangerous one if we get somebody evil out there. But in general, we know and I know from experience that most folks are reasonable and you can engage strangers in a spirit of brotherhood and sisterhood. I don't have to say that every single time, so get over yourself. Don't be a, don't be a fuck face. 
Engage your fellow man, <laughs> your fellow human. How about that? That make you happy? Your fellow human. And, you know, have that baseline like, hey, they're on this rock like I am in the middle of nowhere. They're trying to figure out shit like I am. They want what's best for themselves and for their family like I do. They have needs and wants like I do. There's a lot of commonality here. There's less that we're not that we don't have in common. And there's a very good chance this person won't try to physically harm me. They might try to psychologically. If you let if you let somebody burrow in and run your life, they might. Because people are bored and people get you get in weird relationships, weird cycles and stuff like that. So it's just stuff you have to learn the hard way, I think. But your your baseline socialization, you know, talking, listening, having empathy, being able to sense people's emotions, being able to read situations, read people. That's not hard to do. That really just comes with kind of just trying to love people and try to respect your fellow man. You know, that's what it is. It's not hard. It's certainly not something you need to go spend 12 years sitting in a government building all day to, to learn. Plus, you know, sports or activity clubs or, you know, starting our own. Like, for example, J Jacob, I used to take Jacob to the robotics thing. But the robotics thing so gummed up with shit. And it was started by guys that were legitimately trying to teach kids. But it just becomes this, this thing that sucks. Too many rules and too much, eh, just seems so kind of lame. So like, maybe we start our own. That's a, that, those are all challenges, but that's in doing any of those types of things. Um, you, Sorry, I got distracted. I was, I was going past those guys. I'm on a time thing today. I don't want to get caught in a big conversation today, but I want to... Uh... Oh, fuck it. I'm going to go back and get my number. Yeah, so just do it. Don't overthink it. see the driveway there we go we're gonna back it up here we're gonna just just give make a contact contact them dudes are cool push pause on this for a minute I'll be back sorry I got distracted so sorry about the interruption it, it, what, what it was is as I'm talking about socializing socialization with the kids I realized like 
I was shying away from interrupting those guys today. They, they were working in an area I normally park, um, and I met them yesterday. But I, I've been thinking about the conversation I had with them yesterday, and I did want to keep, keep in touch. And I would like for them you know, to, uh, to possibly entertain being on the podcast, because one guy's got a farming background. The other guy um, does, he's into a lot of stuff. His wife's into Comic-Con. He's just one of these guys that's uh, connected to farmers in the area. He's works for the county or uh, the city here doing, doing all types of jobs. Um, he just seems, you know, he's super sharp, you know, and, uh, he's different. I have, I worry that I will offend him with my podcast. He kind of reminds me of my friend, Neil, um, that I'm fearful of that. He's going to be judging, judging me, um, uh, if he listens to the podcast, because, you know, I, let's face it, I've beat up leftists and I've beat up right wingers. Um, I, I just think that to, to get the country to a little better place we all have to be willing to to set aside a few things and consider where the views and talking points that we get so fired up about come from they may not be as much ours as we think they are so and, and that's the thing with my kids you know part of me the other thing is to be honest it's like you get that George Carlin joke about how I, I like everybody and, and he goes on to joke for about for about a minute, minute and a half, and that's not how I feel. I, I generally can can I like I like a lot of stuff. What I don't want to do is get like I'm I'm probably strangest around neighbors because I'm scared of like having to socialize too much when I'm ready to turn it off. Like I when I go home, I just want it to be me and the family. I don't want kids coming over, knocking on the door, and neighbors coming over, inviting us over, and having you know I just don't want that. Because it's an energy thing more than anything. I, I want to go back in the Jerry bubble to finish the day, or think about the next thing, or take a nap, or, or you know, kind of recharge the batteries a little bit. And that's where some of my social anxiety comes from. It's not from reaching a point where I don't want to be around anybody anymore. It's that, that I just have very limited time for that social stuff because there's so much intellectual stuff to chew on, and so much stuff to learn, and so many things to understand, and and, and and so much work to do. That's exciting to me. That's the fun of life. You're never bored. I just want to remove the anxiety. Because that, that, that's what's killing me. That's what's killing all of us. And what makes us hate and makes us angry is the constant stress about money and bills and trying to, trying to monetize everything all the time. That's why I want you to join me on this journey for humanomics, man. Let's just fix that. Let's clean that shit up right now in a COVID world. Let's clean it up. Let's make it better. And then let's enjoy life. Enjoy each other. Enjoy doing whatever we decide to do next as a species. All right, so I'm going to wrap this one up. I, I do need to do some uh, physical therapy today with the, with the twins, and this is the last week of that. We're only doing this so we can kind of bring it to closure, and uh, they're going to help with the, the... They made a different appointment for braces yesterday, so we'll go through that exercise, which I'm appreciative that, they, that they've done that that for us. But then we're going to put it on ourselves, and that'll be another layer of things that need to be done every day is the routine of stretching the twins and making sure their braces are on and on right and making sure that they have access to their walkers and that they're practicing walking every single day. It's very important. All right. 
Love everybody. Have a great day. Let's figure shit out. Take it easy.